I knew you weren't going to do any fanfare. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, um, in honor of our 100th episode. <laughs> Fizzling cracker. In honor of our 100th episode, I would like everybody just to, to sit tight for a couple minutes while I do a 100 bottle rocket salute. <laughs> One. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Good. Take out the hour. I want to explain myself. Three. Four. Okay, that joke's old already. <laughs> At least there was some fanfare. I thought it was going to be fucking tumbleweeds. That's what I wanted to do to you for the last month. <laughs> I knew there was going to be something. Has it been a month? Yes, it's been a month. Yeah? Uh-huh. I was thinking more like three weeks. No. Yeah. And why you would be cool with that anyway? No, I'm not cool with it at all. Okay. All right. Oh, I'm turning you down. Am I taking the stand? <laughs> well, welcome to the Awkward High Five Podcast. My name is Devin. And I'm rich. Wow. <laughs> I wasn't sure how to present that. I was nervous. RTG in the house for the 100th episode. I told you I'd make it. So um, uh, let's just get down to it. Let's just get re- dive right in. This is Everybody's been waiting with bated breath to find out, have you been watching Westworld? Because that shit's weird, man. There's fucking, there's like uh, cowboy robots, and there's a black guy whose you hairline, like his hairline changes every show, and um, I can't take that there's show. some crazy shit going on. I don't like that shit. No, nah, I don't like it that much either. Oh no, let's let's seriously ask you, what the fuck, dude? Like seriously, what the fuck? Now you got to understand that I'm sitting here uh, doing this show with you because we've built something together over the last year that's that's become a, a thing. You know, people listen to the show all over the country. The amount of emails and me- and DMs and everything I've gotten in the last month prove that there's people out, out there that actually listen to the show. We're not just this isn't just masturbation, although a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> Dick talk already. And uh, <laughs> and you just fucking got you just left. Yeah. Now look. We all know your troubles. We all know your struggles. Um, and something tells me we're going to dip back on, into that during this. But uh, maybe a wet toe. But that's about it. Okay. Well, I was. I'm. I'm still pissed off at you. I know. I, I, fucking out of nowhere, we were at our hundredth episode. Our year anniversary was Halloween. We were. We're doing well. We have more. We were. And I missed the party too. More. Yeah. Yeah. The party. More <laughs> downloads. More downloads than we ever have. The more like everything was going well, and then you set us back. You you legit set us back because what happens is without the consistency, and rightfully so, people say, "Well, fuck that," you know. Like, and I would do the same thing. You know, you know, like I listen to podcasts all the time, uh, and I like them. But like, I listen to Sam Harris's podcast. But if that dude for some reason didn't podcast for a month or two, I'd probably never listen to it again. People just drop off. Yeah, and we saw, and and I'm not. I don't want to get too technical right off the top, but. When uh when we took two weeks off for me to go travel and then we got in that big fight or whatever, we saw a significant dip in our numbers, uh, beca- just because we took two weeks off. Now we're sitting at the fucking ass end of a month. Uh, I didn't know. It, just to bring everybody up to speed, people were emailing me. Obviously, what's going on? Uh, what's up with the show? Why are there no pods? Is Richie okay? You know, all that's they're called pods. Well, shows, <laughs> podcasts, whatever. Um, and uh. And and what I kept saying to people privately and then eventually had to make a, a public statement on Facebook about was that I was like, I do not know. I don't have any fucking answers. Because when I say that you disappeared, I mean you disappeared. I text your girlfriend. She 
didn't get back to me. I texted your girlfriend's sister. Really? She, she didn't I, thought, get back to I told me. her to text you back. No, 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 no. I texted your roommate who one night was helpful, but then I hit him up a couple more times and didn't hear anything. It was like everybody was trying to keep some sort of fucking secret. And when it was, I go off the grid, I go off. I, I'm glad you find this funny already. But it's, it's not nice. funny. I'm just saying that's how that's what I do. Okay. So let's hear <clears> it. <throat> Why have you left me and the A High Five listening audience hanging for a month? All right. Well, let me just start by saying I'm sorry, but, you know, it's not. I didn't diss. I didn't. It, I already feel like I'm in an abusive relationship. It wasn't. <laughs> I'm sorry, baby. It was, <laughs> I'm never going to do it to you again, baby. I won't. I promise. It was a one time only. No. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, I didn't diss. I didn't, uh, you know, bounce to go sit in a fucking cellar somewhere and get high for a month straight. I didn't do anything like that. It was it was a buildup of things that happened, and let me just take it from the top here. So, from our last episode, um, my girlfriend was moving out of Hazlitt, and I had to help them uh, move all their furniture out of the house and stuff like that, being that I'm the only dude around. So, I had to do all that Real shit. Real quick, Hazlitt is the town that she resides. It's, it's a town in Central Jersey, just so people know. Yeah, the town we're in right now. Okay, yeah. yes. So... Um, I, for days straight, um, was helping her load U-Hauls and trucks and things like that with barely any help. I mean, you know, they were helping with things, but, you know, being the only dude, I was like, you know, taking, taking all like the, the heavy weight and shit and it was pouring rain on me, which eventually led to me getting sick. So you get sick, big fucking deal. But being that this went on for days straight... My sickness turned into bronchitis, which then turned into pneumonia. And I guess I never had pneumonia before, but it almost felt like when I had mono when I was 14 years old. I was sick, like bedridden sick, body aches like you wouldn't believe. Like my fucking, I couldn't even move my legs. If I like straightened my legs out straight, it hurt unbelievably bad. So... I don't have health insurance, which, you know, I never cared about until this very moment. Now I'm going to do everything in my power to get health insurance because you fucking need that shit. But uh, my girlfriend was sick with the same, you know, sickness, how boyfriend and girlfriends do. Usually when one gets something, the other one has the same fucking thing. So she went to the doctor because she has health insurance. So I started taking her meds, which was helping me. Um but when she, you know, got diagnosed with pneumonia, it was obvious that I had the same fucking shit because I was literally dying for about two weeks. And within those two weeks, I was so bedridden and in pain. I uh, said, you know what? Since I'm already fucking sick as hell and can't get any sicker, it's impossible to get any sicker than this. Might as well try to go to rehab where I could get clean and maybe they'll give me free meds because I can't get meds on my own because I have no health insurance. So, within those two weeks, I was on a waiting list, how rehabs do when you have no health insurance. But uh, my first choice, of course, being New Hope, but I couldn't get into New Hope because I guess the waiting list or whatever. But I got into New New Hope's uh, the rehab around here that I like. I know it's been a month, but explain for the audience at home. Uh, New Hope, no hope. (laughs) It's it's a a government-funded rehab in Monmouth County. It might be Middlesex County, but it's the closest one to where I live, and I've been there before, and I actually don't mind it. It's a familiar place, and as far as rehabs go, it's I would actually almost be in a comfort zone there because I know how things work there. I've been there before, and it wasn't that bad when I went the first time, 
and you know it was a close to as close to a successful rehab run as possible. <clears throat> but I got into fucking. Burt. Well, wouldn't it be wouldn't the most successful rehab run be to actually get clean? Right, I said it was as close to oh. success as possible. You know, I left there clean, and I was clean for some time afterwards, but eventually led to a slip up, as they do. But mm-hmm. uh, I did get into Bergen Regional, which is a fucking prison, and it's pretty pretty much is a prison because it's all people there that are like court mandated. And they're there because they got in trouble, and if they don't go to rehab, they go to jail. So it pretty much is a jail, and you wear jumpsuits, and it's a fucking jail. Wait, what? Do you wear jumpsuits? Yeah, orange, like uh, orange fucking jump, like orange is the new black jumpsuit. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um. So I figured, you know, rehab, they'll give me meds to get clean. They'll give me meds for my sickness, but they don't give you meds for your sickness. They they give you, you know, they give you suboxone for the drugs. But they can't prescribe any type of medication for my pneumonia. So I was just as bedridden there as I was at home. And when you're in rehab, you're supposed to participate and get out of bed at 5 a.m. and make your bed and go to breakfast and sit through meetings and clean your room. All things that I couldn't fucking do because I was so fucking sick. Now, how many and, weeks into this? Okay, so let's let's just b- bring back the timeline a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were supposed to do our hundredth show. It was right around Halloween because yeah. it was our, our episode. And you text me, uh, and we're going to get into this, but uh, but two minutes like after you should have been here and said, "I can't come. I got to help Crystal with the house." Mm-hmm. And that was the last thing that I ever heard from you. Yeah. For so how how long was it between that text? And uh, and and to you entering rehab, probably about two weeks, maybe okay. two and a half weeks. Okay, all right. And uh, they couldn't do anything for my pneumonia in rehab because they weren't allowed to prescribe me any type of medication besides for my drug habit, because <clears throat> it really isn't it, it, my primary doctor. As they kept saying, and I never want to hear that phrase again. Because I don't have a fucking primary yeah, doctor. Yeah, I never get that. I don't get that. They're like, who's your primary doctor? I'm like, I don't yeah. know. Whoever's closest to where I live. Yeah, am I supposed to have like the doctor that comes to the house? And like somebody that family? you text? Like, what's up, doc? Yeah. Can we rock? Yeah. So uh, I had to fucking leave because I couldn't participate in anything. And I was deathly sick in rehab. So I just came the fuck home. And How long were you in rehab for total? Uh, like four days. Okay. Yeah, three and a half days. So they literally came up to you and said, you have to leave? Yeah, because I couldn't do any. I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't do anything. Okay. So you, at this point, you're still sick with pneumonia. Yeah. You're not, you can't be treated for pneumonia because you don't have any health insurance. They're yeah. not treating you at rehab. You're too sick to get up and drink coffee and smoke cigarettes in a circle of folding chairs, right? That's not what it is. Oh, really? No, you got to get up at 5 a.m., clean your room, go to breakfast, sit through meetings. It's not, you know, it's not like how it is on TV at all. You actually, the, the whole point of rehab is to like reacclimate you to society. So like, like they mimicking want, having a they, job, getting they, up at, at the ass right, crack at dawn. They, and, you, they wake you up like with the trumpet and shit. And you know, it's, it's not like military at all, but it's like, you know, you have to follow a certain schedule. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't not follow the schedule. If you don't follow the schedule, you know, they like write you up and then you, you know, blah, blah, blah. But people that aren't there because of court don't give a shit. You know what I mean? So okay. I just fucking left. So I came home and uh, my girlfriend had pneumonia too. So I was taking her antibiotics, which helped. Um, I didn't, you know, didn't miraculously get better. But the coughing, the nonstop coughing, the not being able to breathe and shit, I actually was like able to breathe again. Um, but 
that, you know, that led to me not getting out of bed and laying there and sinking into the deepest fucking depression ever. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't want to fucking leave the house. I, you know. Now, how long ago was this? This was when about, did you go from sickness to uh, depression? Uh, probably about a week and a half ago. Okay, like a week ago. Okay, and that's when I wanted to just you know fuck it, get up and do the show, and I'm like that'll make me feel better. But I was still really fucking sick, and I wasn't getting like totally better. I wanted to be told I'm still. I still have like a cold or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. and I don't know why but I totally lost all sense of smell and taste like with a cold it's understandable you don't smell shit you're stuffed up or whatever but I cannot taste any fucking thing no matter how spicy or zesty or sugary or anything uh-huh. there is zero taste buds in my mouth and I'm hoping it's the cold at this point like I'm praying that it's my congestion or my stuffiness or whatever the fuck. Because if it's something else, the suicide rate has just fucking blown and fucking take her off the meter. Because what the fuck else do I have to live for besides stuffing unhealthy foods in my face? Right. That's I understand it. that. That's all I got. I got it. I actually smell that wine. Really? A little bit. Red, That's the first red fucking thing. <laughs> okay. Good, good. There you go. All right, it's coming back. All right. But yeah, still, you know, I'm still a little sick, but you know, I had to do something. I actually like, Maybe like two, three days ago, I felt like good enough to actually get up and walk and shit. So I got up and I started, you know, I humbled myself and started filling out applications within walking distance to my apartment to any little bullshit place I could find because I need to fucking work yesterday so bad. You know, it's it's really just killing me, this depression of not being able to work or do anything or whatever. But I also went and got an ID. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's a big step. That's a huge step. Now, for people at home, they have to realize that, and I I know, let me preface this by saying, I know, listening audience, this is going to sound fucking crazy to you, (laughs) because it's always crazy to me, but you have not had a a legal uh, identification, like a a state identification, Mm -hmm. or a passport, or a driver's license, for a very long time. Yeah, about two years. And uh, and there's like concerts that we wanted to go to that you couldn't go, there's like shit you can't get into all the time, and I always would say to you, just go get a fucking... I sometimes <laughs> but it always ends up being a, a being an issue yeah. because you have no identification to get in places right which is like the bare basics of being a functional human being yeah. like you don't even have that, that was notch step on your belt. one that was step one so I, I i took care of that which actually made me feel like i was on the right path so so <laughs> you're so if we could just imagine you in like that that circle fucking pit that like bane from batman had to climb out of or whatever <laughs> uh you the id would basically be you getting a firm grip on the first rock of yeah. climbing your way out yeah. of this gigantic I, I tied the rope. humongous hole <laughs> i pretty much tied the rope around my waist mm-hmm. that's about it but uh my neck i mean hopefully i get some type of fucking job i'll take anything at this point i went and filled out an application at a bagel store i'll fucking do anything right Oof. now yeah whatever you know just to make like a couple bucks because my plan is now that i have the identification mm-hmm. i uh can fill out applications <laughs> to work because I have ID now. Right. So after I do that, I can finish paying off my surcharge and then I can get my license back. And then after I get my license back, I can apply to real jobs. Because mm-hmm. I found my old resume and it's fucking sweet. So if I just fix that up a little bit, get my driver's license back, get a job, pay off all my shit, then I'm back on the real life grid. Okay. 
Okay. All right. All right. Baby steps. Baby steps. Sure. Um, well, I like that you have a plan. Yeah. Okay. So let's. Uh, I, I'm. I'm going to have to have a rebuttal here. Okay. So, so, but let's talk about last night first to bring everybody up to speed. Okay. Because we made a big announcement saying that last night we were going to do a podcast and mm-hmm. you were going to be back. Mm-hmm. And I set up the studio and you said that you would be here by eight o'clock. And I sat here and eight o'clock came around and you weren't here. Nine o'clock came around and you weren't here. Ten o'clock came around and you weren't here. And then finally, I just messaged you and said, you know what, dude. Fuck you, because I because I I'm at my wits end with it anyway, and I was like, I can't believe you fucking dissed out uh, again after after this fucking month. Like, forget it. I I don't I can't deal with you anymore. Like, fuck it. Like, you know. And then you wrote me back later on at night, and you said what? I went to AC. No, you did not. <laughs> no, I wish. No, I got fucking arrested again. Okay. Why uh, is that? I didn't do anything bad. I'm innocent. I'm always innocent. But uh, apparently, there was an old fine from 2014 that I never finished paying. I thought I did, but uh, there was like 340-something bucks left over that I didn't pay, that, which led to a warrant for my arrest. So uh, my girlfriend's light is out. The light that lights up your fucking license plate was out, that little fucking dinker. Mm. And cops like to fuck with us, so we got pulled over. And I was going to say, that's not the reason that you got pulled over. <laughs> the, the reason you got pulled over is because the cops know you guys, and they know the, and they, and they, they know their license. Nah. Yeah, it's so, so fucking true. <laughs> it's a small-ass town, dude. Everybody knows what's going on. So I uh, had a warrant for fines I didn't pay, and uh, my girlfriend bailed me out, and now I have no more fines. My slate is clean, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think. Except what you owe your girlfriend. Yeah. You paid for your yeah. fine. But everything legal is is off the plate. Mm-hmm. I'm now, uh, you know, an innocent man. Okay. <laughs> now, here's here's my main thing, okay? Now, thank you for explaining what happened for a month, um, the reason that we didn't do shows and, and everything, and I'm sorry that you got sick, and I'm sorry that rehab didn't work out. Well, uh, well real quick, how are you with rehab? I mean... I mean well, with drugs? Yeah. Uh, I'm good. I have no money to do drugs. I have... You know what I mean? I've been clean for weeks. You know, I can't say I haven't done anything. But I've done stuff to like, if I've been like totally down in the dumps and I've got my hands on something, I'll, you know, do a little something to feel better. But I'm, I don't do anything. I don't leave the house. <laughs> so you're still actively doing drugs, though. You're not clean. Uh, I'm not, I'm not clean, no, but I'm not doing. Now, is, cl- is, is, is getting clean ever a part of your plan? Yeah. Ever? Yeah. It has to be. Okay. Because I mean, we've 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 rolled around this bush a billion times on this podcast, yeah, and it always comes back and, to the same fucking thing. Well, I mean, I I don't I don't expect me to one day be like, boom, I'm clean. You know, I think I think it's a process, and I think as far as the process goes, this is probably the cleanest I've been in years. Well, but until you get money, because as soon as you get money, you just start, you go off the deep end. Uh, I mean, that's the true test, yeah. But I've seen it. I mean, I've seen it recently. You know, you were broke and you were doing really well, and you were getting and you're getting clean and you're going through the withdrawals and you were trying to shake it and everything. And then work picked back up and you had money and you were fucked up for two months. You started showing up here, fucked up again. Yeah, you're all fucked up. No, when I when I was uh, slowing down and wasn't doing anything, I wasn't broke. Okay. Uh, you know, I was you know just really just trying to stick it out. But you know, I feel like 
I have to go to rehab. You know what I mean? I have to go to rehab when I'm not sick, obviously. Where I, I so now that you're getting healthier, is is the, is it something that you want to do? Is go to rehab, do the do the actual yeah, three yeah. weeks or whatever, and just get the fuck yeah, out of it? Yeah, totally. I want to do more than three weeks uh, if I can. I mean, it's well, whatever. It I, go, a month or I whatever. go through state funding because I don't have insurance, and it's whatever they let me stay there for because it's it's the state funding shit's always fucked up. You could be in there for two weeks, you could be in there for a month. They could tell you you got a month, and then in two weeks they give you the boot. You know what I mean? It's it's fucked up. But, you know, I feel like that's the only way. And I haven't really experienced other rehabs at this point besides uh, New Hope and Bergen. But, I mean, I would really just like to go to New Hope because I'm, like, familiar with it. It's one of the few places where you can still smoke butts. And, uh, I don't know. I didn't, <laughs> yeah, that's, I didn't, that's fucking... A good thing. Who gives a shit about that? It's important. That's that's what you need on the brochures that you could smoke cigarettes. Yeah, it's fucking really important. You know, it's a you know, it's a, it's like a stress reliever. It's you know, it's something to do. It keeps your mind off shit. You know. But don't you think that your your uh, your dependence on these substances is the problem? Like, can't you see it all as a whole? Like, it, you know, like I you, guess you, it you, is. You but... depend on substances to change your 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 mind state so that you could get out of whatever depressed feelings or ang- anxiety that you have. I guess, yeah, yeah. And so one thing, it, sense, whether it's but... nicotine or alcohol or heroin or fucking bath salts, it doesn't really matter. It's all the same thing. Like you just have to get clean. Yeah, I guess you're right, but I mean, I'm just not gonna, you know, just pick up and be like, all right, so I'm not gonna smoke cigarettes. I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna do that, and just fucking just fight it all at once, like. You know, I, I I would love to quit cigarettes. I mean, that's up there just as, you know, probably just as high on the meter as, you know, drugs are. But I, you know, I'm not just going to say that I could just get up and quit them today. Right. But, yeah, I mean, having cigarettes at rehab is a big deal. Like, you know, it's, you know, I, I like smoking butts. And, you know, if I could, if there's something in that's part of rehab that, I actually enjoy. I'm not going to take it off the list. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. So let me let's get down to my thing here now. Uh, everything that you told me, I'm I'm understand. I'm trying to process and 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 be okay with. But the one thing that bothers me the most out of all of this is that everything that you told me, none of it is an excuse for why you couldn't just reach the fuck out and tell me what was going on. I thought I messaged you on Facebook. You messaged me three weeks into it and you said, uh, I don't know if Crystal told you like she even reached out to me. Like I said, I even tried texting her and didn't hear anything. I texted her one night and said, hey, it was you dissed out that first Friday. Okay. I have so many points to make. Number <laughs> one, you that first Friday, our 100th episode of uh, 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 a year that we've been doing this, um, you text me two minutes after you were supposed to be here, and you said, "Hey, man!" And this is this is something that you do. I'm calling you out on everything on this episode. <laughs> I'm sorry, but th- this is something that you do that bothers the living fuck out of me. And uh, and let me, I-, I should be more prepared, but let me let me find <laughs> R- RTGN here. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm sorry. Unprepared, unprepared. Uh, well, I didn't know I was going to actually bring out evidence. <laughs> man, I text a lot of fucking. I text a lot of people. Weird shit. I drink way too much. Um, Drunk texter. Oh, I think you texted me from your girlfriend's phone, which it's hard for me. Anyway, so basically what you do is, and you've done this a couple times, is that when you're dissing out on the show, you know that you're dissing out on the show, and you know that I'm going to be pissed, but you try to sell it in a way that it's like good for the show. So (laughs) So for instance, you said... Uh, now this was again Friday night. 
100 episodes, a year anniversary, you, you text me and you say, hey, man, I'm not going to make it there tonight. After the studio is already set up, you should already be here. I'm not going to make it there tonight because I got to help uh, Crystal and her family move. Uh, but that's a good thing anyway because we didn't have much prepared for the 100th episode. So this will give us some time to really get our shit together. <laughs> and, it, you know, it makes sense. No, it doesn't. It's a fucking it's a ploy and I don't fall for it. I was still fucking pissed. What is there to fall for? The fact that you, you try to soften the blow by being like, yeah. oh, this is a good thing. But that's, it's not. That's what you do. And then you drop the bomb. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And that it, it actually makes it more frustrating because I'm like, not only did, can he just be a man and be like, I'm not going to come. Now he's like fucking skirting around the issue. Now, here's what bothers me with that. Okay. And this is what bothers me with you with the podcast altogether is that you don't see this as a, as a fucking... Um, Whoa, hang on. Uh, okay, sorry. You heard that? My computer just told me it was uh-huh. going to restart. I had to make sure. Okay, you don't see this as a, a, a solid thing. Like, What do you mean? Yeah, I do. Okay, so if you did, then uh, the, I know for uh, – if I had a girlfriend, okay, uh, and uh, and – that was kind of horrible to even say. That sounds so pathetic. <laughs> ah, if I had hear. a girlfriend. I want to hear what you do to her. <laughs> uh, I would fucking, <laughs> I think it's well documented what I do to girlfriends. <laughs> All right. So if I had a girlfriend and her family needed uh, me to help them move, right? Uh, and, and they asked me to do that, I would say, sure. Especially if I was not working um, and I was basically just around. I would say to them, sure. I could help you out anytime you need me, except Tuesdays and Fridays from fucking seven to nine o'clock because I have a podcast to do, and 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 you're not and you're not willing to do that. All of a sudden, helping your girlfriend yeah, move usurped coming to do the show. Well, here's here's how I do it, right? I I'm gonna help them move up to a certain time and then bail because. I leave at 8 to go do my podcast. So I'll help you that day, but then the podcast is right on the block, so I'm just going to do it and bounce. But then after I help someone move all day, and then like there's still stuff left to do, and I'm like, fuck, there's only a little bit more left to do. I can't just drive right now. And then that's but you why, can, though. That's why it's the last second, and I'm just like, Fuck, I can't but no, it. but you can because that like here, here's what bothers me about this. You you want this podcast to be exhibit Q. You want this podcast to be successful, yes? Yeah. We I, we both want this podcast to be successful. It is successful. It, it's successful in its own way, but we want it to be a bigger success. Mm-hmm. And and uh, and and the thing about it is that we don't make money off of this podcast right now. And I know for a fact that if you did make money off of this podcast, you would never cancel the podcast. You would be here to do the podcast. It would have to be a good amount of money. Well, well, no, <laughs> but 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 the thing is, is that if you wanna, if you want to make money off this podcast and have it become a success, and I'm not trying to act like money's the the big thing for us. It's, it's not. But but I'm just using that as a a benchmark for further success. Um, if you do want this to be a success, then you have to treat it like it already is and that it's, it's the most important thing, you know? And, and, uh, and all the times that you've dissed out on the podcast, it's been for shit that I've always been like, why would he, why would he be canceling the podcast for this? It, I guess what I'm saying is I don't understand how this isn't your most important thing going on. You see what I'm saying? It is. Well, but if it, if but it, I don't treat it like it is, but, but it's not, it's not that I don't treat it like it is. It's that, you know. It's my life is fucked up, and sometimes shit happens. But 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 helping your fucking girlfriend's parents move isn't shit happening. You you you, yeah. you, you had no, it that isn't. Sucks. You, yeah, I know it sucks. But you had a fucking podcast to do that night. All you had to do was come over and do the podcast. The the, the shit was there to move the next day. I know you moved for the next week because the one time that I did talk to your girlfriend, she even said we got to be out by tomorrow. He's just helping me move. Right, but 
you when they get the trucks, the trucks only came there for a certain day, and then you know, like they, they get it like the night before, and I had to fucking totally load it up, and then that's you know, the, the things that would help me the, there was just like packing up the house. The that's point, when I could bounce at any point. But when the trucks were there, that's when I was fucked. My point is, is that if you were working a job, like say a night job, you wouldn't have left. You wouldn't you you wouldn't have called out of work to help to continue to help them move. You would have went to work and made money. I know you. No, I couldn't have. I had to help them. I mean, this whole movie, this is a bad example. Okay, I'm just bringing that up because that was the first thing. So let's move on, okay? As annoying as that was. That's a bad example because that's like one once in a lifetime shit. You know what I mean? Right, but there's there's been other examples of that, you know? There's been other examples of that with you. And, and, And here's the thing is I don't even care about that because since this is a podcast, we could fucking record it whenever and I could just put it out on Friday night. It's not a big deal. But it, but you don't even get like the the few times besides when I went to Iceland or whatever, and besides when we got into that giant fight. But the few times that I could not do a podcast on one of the the designated nights for us to do the show, I I told you about it in advance, and then we did it on another day to make that up. See, you don't you don't do that. You just say I'm not coming, and, and then you just don't come, and then and then uh, I, there you know like there's no. There's no, there's nothing after it. There's nothing before. It's just you just disappear. And then, unfortunately, at the beginning of that, at the, the, after that, which I was already frustrated, then you just disappeared forever. And this is a, this is the main point I'm getting to, to you <laughs> for. I'm sorry that you got sick. I'm sorry that rehab didn't work out. I'm sorry that your girlfriend moved to another uh, another town uh, that you can't get to easily. I'm sorry about all those things. But there was a, a, you were gone for a month. I you left the fucking podcast hanging. I had no idea what was going on. All you had to do was message me on Facebook or text me and tell me what was going on, and you never fucking did. Do you know how many hours are in a oh, fucking month? No, you didn't. You did three weeks in, and and then you said you even said like I did. as soon as I got my laptop working, I did as soon as I did. But but dude. It's fucking 2016. Yeah, and I don't have a phone. You could have used your girlfriend's fucking phone. Turn up my number. She wasn't around. Uh, dude, you, your fucking roommate has my phone number. There's a billion ways you could get in touch with me. A billion ways. But you just didn't. You are just gone. I didn't have any fucking answers. I didn't have any explanation. And t- I'm sorry. To me, that's fucking... That's dissing out on the show. That's, 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 not, that's not showing that the Awkward i5 podcast is a priority in your fucking mind. And even well, like, even I mean, last night, yeah, I, I'll admit that you know in the past couple of weeks, nothing was a priority on my mind. I really didn't give a shit about anything. I was really just fucking, you know, okay, but, my shit, and just didn't really care. To tell you the truth, I just didn't give a shit. Right. I, but, I mean, now that I'm more clear headed and I'm starting to feel better and whatever, like I really want to like fix things. Yeah, I see it all, but you know, at the moment, and you know, sunken into that depression and shit, I really didn't care. All right, let's talk about the depression in one second. I just want to ask you one more thing. Mm-hmm. Last night, okay, I understand you got arrested and that sucks, mm-hmm. but you you knew that I was sitting here waiting for you to fucking show up. You knew that that we had put up on Facebook uh, that we were going to do a show and that it, 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 that the people had commented on it and been like, "Holy shit," you know, and all that stuff, right? Uh, like, I, I, Crystal was obviously with you because she bailed you out and all that shit. Like, it didn't run through your mind just fucking once to be like, yo, can you text Devin and say, hey, I'm not going to fucking make it? Yeah, I, w- I wasn't with her in the room or anything. Like, I got taken in by myself. And as soon as she picked me up, as she took me home, and I, t- I messaged you. I messaged you as soon as I got home. <laughs> it's just, I, 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 I don't There know. was no buffer. <laughs> all right. It was no buffer zone. You sit in that motherfucker for a while. No, I, I get it. I understand. I understand the process, but but it's just. I guess what I'm saying. The the thing that annoyed me the most 
is that is that they're just like no fucking reach out whatsoever. There was no like no when last night. No, no, no. Last night, uh. whatever. I'm, I'm talking about the last fucking month. Uh, yeah. You know. Well, I mean, I didn't talk to anybody in the past month. I literally just fucking wrapped myself in a blanket and just didn't leave my bed. You know, I was just that that miserable. You know, I I really didn't care what the fuck happened to me. I didn't care what was going on or not going on in my life. I really just felt like, you know, I had absolutely nothing. Like, when when you sit there and you make a list, a mini list, whatever, you take account of all the negatives that you have going on in your life, and it's all things that are like, normal shit that every single person on this world has without even realizing it but to you it's a problem and it's things that you need to fix or don't have like that what? is such a kick in the balls for instance having id right mm-hmm. it was real easy for me to get it it that was no first problem. elusive rock in the bane hole you know like it, it, i sat there i was like i have no id i have no driver's license i don't have a car i don't have a job I have no money. My girlfriend just moved away. When I put all those in a list, it was like a fucking, like, you know, that fucking roadrunner dropped the anvil on me. Okay. That's what it fucking felt like. I get that. I was like, you know what? Why am I even fucking alive? Like, I have, like, literally nothing. Zero. Nothing at, I have nothing. Mm -hmm. I am like, well, you have a roof over your head. Right. I was just going to say that. I have a roof, roof over my head. And that's it. Mm-hmm. That is like the extent of it. Mm-hmm. I have a bed. You have a fucking a podcast that people all over the country listen to. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, I love it. But That's I'm, that's one of the things. And not to cut you off, but that's one of the things that, that fucking dumbfound me is like, I know for a fact that this is one the, probably the best thing in his life. Why is he just fucking disappearing on it? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't want to come do this podcast sick miserable, sounding like shit, not being funny, dumping my problem. I mean, I know that's part of it. That's what you're doing right now. I, I know. Well, that's because it has to be done because it's the first day or blah, blah, blah. And I can mean, I make this it? This isn't going to happen the next episode. No. We're can I make? Oh, no. Dicks. We're going to talk about your depression for the and, next hundred episodes. And robot sex. Can, uh, can I make an observation also? What? Is that your fucking tonsil frog voice is back. Yeah. Well, you sound a froggy as shit. Yeah. That's part of the cold. You sounding like a fucking... That's what I'm saying. I haven't felt this sick since I had mono. Okay. That's what it felt. It felt like I had mono again. Like when I had that, you know, that's the mono that led to my tonsillectomy. And that's what I feel like. You know, I haven't felt like not just... It's not so much a sore throat or a cold or whatever. It's like the body pains, you mm. know? Like I, I couldn't get at my knees. Thermite paint. <laughs> it's a fucking conspiracy. But yeah, it just hurts, man. You know, it's like the the back of your knees, like your fucking like leg, like your thighs. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just even laying down feels like you're using energy. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how to explain it. It sounds weird, but it's just so. I felt like I had mono again, and it sucks. And yeah, my frog voice is back because I have post nasal dick or whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> All right, so that's when you stick a dick down your nose. That's when you. St- <laughs> that's when you stick a really long noodle dick down your yeah, nose. Yeah, skinny dick. Um, all right, so so the depression. And now, the more that I'm talking to you about this, the more that I'm kind of picking up on the fact that the 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 absolute bottom depression is really what kept you away from everything. Yeah, the sickness, whatever. You're only in rehab for four days. 
uh, the moving is bullshit, and uh, and I'm gonna call you out on it's, that. And putting all that shit together, you know, putting putting it all in a pot and making a fucking stew out of it, baby, you got a stew just going. Dog shit. It's dog shit stew. It's pretty much what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, and I have to eat it. Now I've been where you've been, uh, not with the uh, the overwhelming fucking drug addiction. And uh, I've always been able to keep a some sort of photo photo ID on me um, <laughs> through 36 years of life, which uh, I'm very proud of myself. But uh, accomplishment. But um, I've been. Where I've you- had a passport, and it was stolen by the police. Why would they steal my ID? They've taken my passport, and they've taken my license. Like, what do they do with those things? Put it in a frame maybe and say, think, got him? Yeah, maybe they think you're cute. They go home and jack off to it. <laughs> but, like, for real, though, like, what do they do with it? I don't know. What the fuck do cops do with anything? But, I mean, I'm just surprised. Do they, they just throw it in the garbage and they're like, haha, now he has to get a new passport? Or do they, like, make a, a poster out of it and they're like, this is what crime looks like? Maybe what <laughs> they do is they take people's passports and, and photo IDs. And then they go to Kinko's and they make larger um, cardboard stand-ups of them. That's what I was thinking. And then they put Indian headdresses on them and then spray them with fucking water hoses. <laughs> I know. Okay. Or they fucking cover it in glue and throw fucking feathers out of it with a fucking uh, fan. Zing! Or maybe they just put maybe they just put Al Jolson blackface on you and then just shoot <laughs> fucking holes in your, in your fucking, in fucking cops. Okay. Right. All right. Anyway, sorry. I, I don't mean to get anti-cop, but I am. Um. All right. So the depression is the main thing. So how did you get out of the depression? What made you? What made you crawl out of your depression and say, "I'm gonna fucking finally message Dev Dog and get back on the A High Five train"? Uh, and what made you even think that I was gonna take you back? I didn't, and I just you know I realized I was like physically able. To, I was like, you know what? If I had to, I think I'd be able to get there and be able to do shit. You know, physically. And then I was like, I got fucking nothing else, and I, you know, I missed it. And I wanted to do it. Um, I knew that we'd be talking about this, and I was worried that I wasn't going to have enough to talk about, even though I did write a couple poems. You did write a poem, but, uh, and know, it's on aged, just, uh, aged paper. You like that? It looks like, it, uh, like it looks like the original pressing of Lord of the Rings or some it's shit. The Declaration of Independence. Oh, I didn't even realize. Um, but yeah, you know, like I thought maybe it's something that would make me cheer up. You know, because I get, you know, we do have a good time when we do it. So I was like, you know, I haven't laughed in about a month, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I just gave it a whirl, you know, and I wanted to do it last night. But, you know, my luck prevails. And here I am today. Well, okay. Like last night, to be honest with you, last night I was like, all right, fuck it. Like I kept hope alive uh, during <laughs> during the month that you were gone because it, it, it honestly, it put me in a weird spot. And, and let me explain to you what the weird spot was. The weird spot was is that I've uh, and I'm in this is the, the Awkward Hi-Fi podcast is 100% a 50-50 venture. But uh, but as far as the all the technical stuff goes and everything, like I basically do everything, right? And and I'm not saying that to Barry Harwitz myself or anything. I'm just <laughs> I'm just fucking giving the technical things out. Right, I fucking I own all the equipment. I, I I record and edit the episodes. I update the websites. That's another thing is that in the middle of this, our fucking website lapsed, uh, and they were and they the the host was asking me for uh, like 150 bucks to to put it back up for the next year. Why we got fined? No no no. It's just you had to renew it. Oh. You know, web, web websites cost money. And and I was like, I don't know if I have a podcast anymore. I'm not going to do this yet. So as right now, this very second, the uh, awkwardhighfive.com is down. If you go there, it's not there. Really? Yeah. And, and because I wasn't going to... But we got Facebook. 
Right. And that don't cost money. And SoundCloud and iTunes and all. I know, yeah. but what I'm saying is that like it, I I got to the point where I was like, do I do I you know, not that 150 bucks is a ton of cash, but do I want to <laughs> do I want to fucking put this out for something that's not going to be there? You know, I I had no idea. But anyway, so I you know, I do that. I the show notes, the fucking the updating everything I I fucking do. I've worked my my ass off on this podcast because it's something that I believe in. I, I believe I believe that it's a good show. I believe that me and you have a chemistry that people enjoy. I believe that uh, I, and all those things and and it's and it's garnered some sort of again. I, I hesitate to use this word, but it's the only word that really describes it is is garnered some sort of success. So for a whole year, I've worked my ass off on this show and uh, and 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 got it to a point where I was proud of it and wanted to bring it to higher levels. And then all of a sudden. You just fucking disappeared. And in what seemed like a big fuck you to me, to the listeners to the show, made me really fucking pissed off. And my first instinct of that always in life is, well, fuck you, dude. You know what I mean? Just go in your fucking gutter and go to fuck away. Um, but but that but that uh, that fucking also I had a conflict with that because I didn't want to throw away something that I worked so hard on for a fucking year. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's how I felt about the band. And uh, okay, sure, but but uh, like, I guess what I'm saying is that it, it happened so quickly, and and I was so pissed off that I I literally didn't have a response to it for that long. It took like three weeks for me to even be like, what the fuck? Every day, like like a fucking like an abused spouse. I, I I like I was sitting there going like, well maybe he'll call me today. Maybe he'll call me today. Maybe we'll get back on the fucking thing. You love that reference. Well, but it's that that's true. It fucking it, it makes me like a fucking. I have to. I almost by default have to act like a fucking little bitch, which I don't like to do because my initial thing again is yo fuck you. Dude. Dude, lucky I, like, I don't come here drunk. I don't fucking need you. You know, like that's that's my first response. But then it's 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 not awkward high five, and that, and that's the thing. You know, I was hanging out with some friends the other night, and they're like, "Well, why don't you just do shows with other people?" And blah blah. And I was like, "I I want to continue to podcast no matter what. I really love doing this. I think I'm decent at it, uh, and uh, and 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 I'm going to continue to do it in some facet, but." As far as awkward high five goes, it, the show is me and you. The show is our fucking shit. It's our it's our uh, chemistry, and it's all that stuff. So I was have to rename that shit. I wasn't gonna fill the the gaps with with guest host until you came back. Just even wondering if you were gonna come back. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that that's the whole thing. Like the reason the reason that we're here doing this right now, and and uh, and is because of the fact that I don't want to give up on something that I worked so hard to to establish over the last year. And what I need to know from you and, and the audience needs to know from you is that this is never going to fucking happen again. Because I'm not – I just can't – You'll see. No, I'm serious. <laughs> I'm, I'm really serious. Because I, I texted you about it the other day. Yeah. I, I mean, <clears throat> that – like you said, the whole moving thing was bullshit. It, it It's what led – it's the reason why I got sick. I mean, maybe I would have got sick some other way, but I feel like that's what wore me down and got me sick. The constantly like – every time I loaded a truck, it was pouring rain outside. Every It wouldn't rain for a fucking week. They'd bring in a fucking U-Haul and it'd pour fucking rain on me. It's like, that's it's it's the fucking, it's the symbol of my life. You know what I mean? I get it. So that fucking, that's what led to me getting sick. You know, maybe I would have got sick some other way, but that's what led to me getting sick. And then the getting sick thing, I was sick forever, you know? But as far as like dissing out on the show, it, it, it's it just wasn't, I don't see it as that. I mean, I, I can imagine being the other person, being you, the other person, you, mm-hmm. and wondering and being pissed and all that. Totally. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. But 
I know what happened. You know, I I was in my sh- shoes. You know what I mean? And there's no way I could have done this show. There's no way. And as far as that ha- a reoccurring thing, there's no fucking way. You know, there's no way. I mean, I can't say I'll never fall into a deep depression again. I hope I fucking don't. But the reason why that happened was because of the sickness. And I never fucking get sick. You know, I haven't... I feel like I never get sick. Was it because of the sickness or was it because of all the things you were talking about before? Well, the sickness is what led to that. Is what I'm saying. Like, because I was sick and because... So just because I, you were sick and, and being forced to lay around and do nothing, that's when you started taking stock in your life and realizing that you have literally nothing? Yeah. Like, you don't take stock in your life on a regular basis? No. No, I ignore it. <laughs> well, that's part of your fucking problem because you, you th- th- this is your fucking thing. And, and it really is. Is that you? You want to push everything aside so so much for the for instant gratification. That's why you're a fucking drug addict. I mean, it, that's that's literally so. the definition of drug addiction. Is you know that it's ruining your life. You know that you're spiraling down a fucking thing. But fuck it, I, I'm not going to have to worry about it for the next two hours until you wake up the next morning and you fucking feel like a piece of shit because it's the same thing with any addiction: gambling, fucking uh, it, sex, whatever it is, it, eating. It's all the same shit. You do it for a fucking quick like boost and a high, and then you feel like shit afterwards. Yeah, right. But that's you live your whole fucking life that way. Yeah, I know. And and I'm telling you right now, you're 36 years old. You have to stop living your life that way. I know. You need to fucking anchor into something solid that could be something that you could work on and be proud of like a fucking podcast that is <laughs> actually semi-successful and work your ass off on it that's what bothers me i know i should i got fucking serious problems well <laughs> you know look i i, I want to continue to do this show i think there the the amount of uh response that we've gotten the last month has proved to me that there's people out there that really want us to continue to do this show but I, what I'm telling you, and I told you this, I'll tell it on the air, and I told it to you through the text last night, the message last night, is that I can't sit here fucking wondering if you're going to show up, if you're going to fucking text me after you're supposed to be here and not come here. I can't do that anymore. Like, and I know every time, I know, that, and I always end up being in the role of the disciplinarian, and I hate, I hate that about myself. The Italians. I know, the Italians. <laughs> I hate that about myself, but... I have to be like kind of strict about it because I I need to, like I said to you last night, I need to know that on Tuesday and Friday, you're going to be here at 7.30. You're not going to fucking call call me at 7.45 and be like, oh, uh, Crystal's fucking got a tire, a flat tire, and I'm not going to be able to make it, whatever fucking bullshit. And, 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 and you're going to fucking show up, and you're going to do the show. And if, if you can't do the show, you're going to let me know in advance, and we'll, we'll, we'll set up another time to do it. But basically what I'm saying is that I want myself and the audience to know that there is going to be two A High Five podcasts a week this way going going forward i mean and 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 for a couple reasons one uh i i think we owe that to them um and two uh, we owe it to ourselves and then three consistency is the only way to build anything you know yeah i totally agree well i mean you say that but (laughs) you're fucking here here for the first time in a month i I mean that's like that's literally that you that's literally knocking the whole fucking uh, house of cards down to nothing and then starting starting over again. I know, but it's not like I pulled the A high five building. It was like, you know, it's not, it's something I didn't want to happen. I didn't want it to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't fucking plan destruction. It wasn't fucking an inside job. I get it. it. I get the 9 11 references. <laughs> I didn't pull the building. And I know you're trying to make me laugh, and it's, <laughs> and it's kind of funny, but I'm still fucking pissed. I'm pissed off at you. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know what else to fucking tell you. <laughs> pull the building.
I mean, you know, and then I have to, and then I have to fucking, uh, it, you know, get all these questions from everybody. Like, what's up with him? Fucking, is he dead? Is he this? Is he that? And I'm, I'm literally, and I'm like, I don't know. And people are like, yeah, you know, I'm like, I literally, <laughs> why, do, would, I, why do they say that? Because, because they, they think you're we've been boots? best friends for fucking 31 <laughs> years and fucking they think that I know everything well, about you. Let me tell the listeners right here that. When I go off the grid, I fucking go off the grid. Dev doesn't know. I disappear from everybody. No one knows where I'm fucking at. Not even Gad. Okay. Well, I think we put this to rest. I don't know what else to say about it. I spoke my piece. You spoke your piece. And I didn't even get to talk Kennedy. We're, we don't have to finish. We still, we still <laughs> have time. Uh-huh. We, still, we have fucking time. You can talk Kennedy. Oh, good. Because it's the only thing I got going for me. <laughs> but... I, I know that you've made some proclamations on this podcast before. None of them have come to to see the the light of day. But I mean, again, you string them along. <laughs> no, but I'm serious. I, I fucking I I I will shut this podcast down if if it's not if you're not gonna have the fucking uh, if you're not gonna be serious about it. I I'm am, serious. Remember, the first problem was to have a list of shit. List of shit done. See, I conquered that demon. Okay, but I need you to treat this like a job. I need you to treat it like a job. I, I need you to be on time. I, I, I need you to fucking and if this, make an effort to get if here. If this was a job, I would have went on disability. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> All right. You know what I mean? You're it's right. it's I didn't you know, I didn't try to destroy the podcast. I know you didn't try to destroy the podcast, but I mean we're talking a month. We're not talking a week or two. We're nah. talking a fucking month. The, of month. of radio silence. That you didn't even fucking you didn't even uh, I'm sorry. Today's what, the twenty fucking fourth? Yeah, and it, it, it was definitely a month. I think the last show we did was like October fucking 17th or some shit like that. Really? Yes. Damn, no. I could look it up, but I'm fucking lazy. It was like in the 20-somethings. Okay. Well, either way. Go well, ahead. Talk about your shit. Yeah. Well, the most exciting thing in my life is that it's the anniversary of the Kennedy assassination. Ooh, exciting. And anyone who's a listener to this show knows, or anyone that's known me since probably I was like six or seven years old, knows my obsession with the assassination of JFK. And that one day, before they open up the vaults, I personally will figure out the assassination and who pulled that trigger on the grass, you know? Oh, really? Yeah. Aren't they opening up the vaults, like, tomorrow? They, those vaults should have already been open. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think it was 2017. Okay. But here's my problem with the Hence whole... Hence the tomorrow. The whole JFK assassination thing is every year they try and let out a new discovery or a new tidbit on some A&E or some Discovery Channel show, which is supposed to be leading us in the right direction of the mysteries of the assassination. My problem is that it's doing just the opposite. It's sending us into all this confusion about what actually happened, and it's throwing us totally off track when the answers have been there since the fucking Oliver Stone movie. (laughs) That Oliver Stone movie was just bullshit. No, it wasn't. Okay. No, it wasn't. Okay. The whole premise of that Oliver Stone movie was that Jim Garrison knew that there was a conspiracy brewing in New Orleans to kill Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. Maybe all the little things, Joe Pesci fucking being a gay guy with cancer and fucking Kevin, Kevin Bacon sniffing his butt. Being I don't a, even remember that. Yeah. I didn't even know that Pesci and Bacon were in it. I gotta yeah. rewatch this. Actually, uh, Pe- Pe- Pesci plays a real, a real person who did have something to do with it, actually. Uh, I think his name was like Farrell or something. He, he actually was uh, controlling the operations on a secret camp in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. 
besides who he was killed because mm-hmm. he was getting nervous and, and he had a lot of information that uh, he was going to leak. But anyway, Jim Garrison knew that there was a conspiracy brewing in New Orleans to kill President Kennedy. What they left out in the movie and what they're always going to leave out because of fear, pretty much, was that the mob boss in New Orleans at the time was uh, Carl... I always forget his fucking name. Oh, Carlos Marcello. Mm -hmm. He was part of the three-man team, which was him, uh, uh, Traficante, and Anastasia. And those three mob bosses were the ones that absolutely hated the Kennedys. They wanted Bobby dead. They wanted John dead because they they were coming down. It was a mix of things in a nutshell. They were coming down on organized crime. Um, those mob bosses had a lot invested in Cuba. Mm-hmm. Uh, casinos, hotels. They were setting up a lot in Cuba. They thought that Cuba was the next Vegas. Um, Kennedy was shutting down Cuba. Didn't want, he didn't want anything to do with Cuba. That being said... They wanted to wipe out Kennedy so that they could set up their camp in Cuba. Okay. So. Well, that didn't work out. In in New Orleans, where uh, uh, Carlos Marcelo was my boss, he set up a secret camp. It was called Operation Mongoose, where they took military snipers and planned out the assassination of Kennedy. Now, the big controversy is always, it wasn't a mob hit. Mobs do their hits up close. It's two shots behind the ear, and you never knew they were there. Yeah, no shit. But what the mob did was they funded this mission because they knew there's no way you're going to pop Kennedy two bullets with a 32 behind his ear. That's right. fucking impossible. So they got guys like Oswald, who was a fucking marksman in the Marines, also a communist, which gave him reason to want to, want to kill Kennedy, and trained him and whoever else. It was obviously a, a triangle formation attack. Mm-hmm. You know, anyone with brains is, it will know that they didn't just set up Oswald on a fucking fourth floor with a rifle and say, that's going to do it, and put it all in his hands. Mm-hmm. You know, that's giving way too much confidence to a, a four-foot-tall Russian. So they... Train these, you know, these communist military guys to do their assassination. So, on these A and E shows or Lifetime shows, whatever, where they're trying to give us tidbits of information about the assassination and throw us off course, is last year they were actually onto something, which I thought was amazing. I never take Oswald out of the book depository. That's a given. He fucking did it. He caught that shot that went through Kennedy's throat behind his head. When you see in the Zapruder film, you see Kennedy do this fucking thing. Yeah. That's Which Oswald. Is the worst part. That's Oswald. That's the worst part. Well, I mean, the brain's splattering <laughs> yeah. is the worst part, but but that's like that's panic. You know what I mean? <laughs> imagine, like, imagine that a bullet right through. Your... Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't know what's going on. Yeah. Like by the time the fucking think, like, the head bug... exploded, he's not there anymore. That, that that person doesn't exist. But like that is like fucking holy shit. What is going on? Like yeah. you know, like and it's so weird the way he's like. Yeah. <laughs> Why? That's your instinct. <laughs> It's fucking crazy. To throw bows. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing fucking shoulder flies. <laughs> yeah. Damn, um, Kennedy really works out in his spare time. Um, yeah, so yeah, I'll always put Oswald up there. He'll always get that shot through the throat. That's a given. Everyone knows that last shot wasn't Oswald. It's, you know, the laws of physics prove it wrong. So, the magic bullet theory? Yeah. Well, that, that, most but people that, say but that's, that's not the mad. The magic bullet's the one that went through Kennedy's yeah, throat. Right, right. That's the one that went through his throat, went through the back seat, went mm. through Governor Connolly, through his hand, drops the hat, through his leg. But um, the last bullet, 
So last year, well, let me start by saying they fouled up this year. This year I saw the, the, there's new evidence about the bullet now because on the guy, the Secret Service guy whose walkie-talkie was clamped shut, mm-hmm. which makes them count the bullets, which makes them think there was four shots or three shots when they say there was only two shots. Right. His walkie-talkie was stuck shut. So he picks up the sounds of the ricochets and the shots being fired. They're now saying, so they go up to where Oswald was perched. They see his view where uh, the motorcade turns onto Elm, where he took his shot at Kennedy. They're saying that one of the bullets he totally missed because there's a street sign that goes over the street and the bullet hit a fucking street sign. Right. I think I know about this bullet. Bullshit. Well, that's just now they're just trying to throw everyone off. Of course, because last year they let out a real goodie. Um, they actually tried to set up the, the triangle formation to see where they would actually put people. Oswald being station number one, where would that person be? You know, where we know it as the grassy knoll, but right. the grassy knoll, it's that just wipe that out. You know what I mean? That's just that was a theory because it made sense to where he got shot. And there was people over there and blah, blah, blah. No one would set up in the middle of there with a rifle. It just There was so many people around. Let's just 86 that grassy knoll. But there was another shooter which came from that angle. They were saying, and they went fucking down there. They saw the view, played it all out, and then you never saw this program again on TV. Someone shot from the fucking drain sewer from the street. Whoa. Was it Pennywise the Clown? Probably. <laughs> They all flew. <laughs> but yeah, they showed the view. They did like the angles of the shot. You know, they got some fucking brainiac to do the physics, and it makes total fucking sense. Really? Someone was down in that fucking sewer with a rifle and blew the lid off of Kennedy's dome. Fuck. All right. That's wow. crazy all right. shit. Yeah. And then you never saw that program again. They showed it once, and I looked for it. They never showed it again. And now they're onto a ricocheting bullet off a street sign. Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> well, they need to fucking <clears throat> sell shit or whatever. But. I guess. But, man, that makes the most sense out of a grassy and, and the drain for that sewer leads to the grassy knoll. And it's like one of those big circles that you could just waltz out of. It's not like a no one had to fucking shimmy. Right. It's like one of those big circles where you could just fucking walk on yeah. out of the sewer. Like and the uh, the fucking um, fugitive where he fucking jumps out of it. Yes. All right. Fair yes. enough. Fair and enough. It, it leads to the parking lot behind the grassy knoll. Right? Okay. There's the fence, the knoll, the fence, a little more knoll, circle, parking lot. All right. <clears throat> so I'm going to stand behind the sewer theory. All right, I like that theory. I love that theory. You know, ways you know so much more about this than I do that I can't even keep up with the fucking with the uh, Cabo. <laughs> I've just seen the Sabruder film, and that's basically it. I watched that movie. <laughs> I seen the Sabruder film, and that's basically it. Do you know, there's so many filmings of that day that just like the Zapruder film. Really? Because there's so many people that have like the fucking. I know. Well, that's what I mean. There's those so little super eights. There's so many of those. Oh, really? Yeah. The Zapruder. Is... Oh, I guess people were just into videoing the president. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, the Zapruder film is just like the fucking you know the IMAX of all. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? yeah, yeah. But there was so many different angles and so many different things that they pieced together, but we just never see it. And they'll show like little pieces of it here and there, but like the Zapruder film. I mean, you see the orange. <laughs> You know, like his head lifts open like a fucking lid. It's gross. You see fucking Jackie crawling on the, the trunk, 
Picking up brains. the pieces. Mm-hmm. Trying to stuff it back in his head like that's going to work. Now, look, I, I don't... I, I definitely... You know that I'm a conspiracy theorist, um, and, and I at least give them some clout, whether I totally believe them or not, but... I, I totally believe that that it was the whole thing with him was like government, like yeah, I've I've or, or whatever the powers that be wanted to take him out, right? Um, I'm not gonna say they didn't, right? But they didn't. I mean, maybe they turned their heads, mm-hmm. but they didn't orchestrate it. Okay, you think it was totally the mob? I think the mob orchestrated it. Uh huh. And like I said, they they trained these military snipers like Oswald that were easy patsies. And can easily be taken out, and there wouldn't be too much questioning. Like, all right, this fucking communist, you know, we were we were beefing with Russia. This communist piece of shit who was a spy for Russia, moved back and forth from the United States to Russia, denounced his American citizenship before um, uh, the United Nations and said he hated America. And then now he's accused of being president. Ruby, who had mob affiliations, could go up, shoot him in the stomach, and no one would give a shit. Right. No one questioned it. No one really cared because, good, he's dead. Yeah. You know? But re- what he was, was he was a, he did pull the trigger, but he was a patsy. The mob used him to kill the president because of his skills. Because right. of his mark. He was a marksman. Right. You know? He could fucking, you know, shoot the tits off a bumblebee from, like, <laughs> fucking two miles away, you know? I get it. I get it. All right. Well... Uh, on the anniversary of the JFK assassination, I'm. Uh, is this why you came out of your hole? Is just to talk about a this? Are you going to disappear for the next month? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. Go, I'm going to Dallas and see what happened that day. I want to. Uh, <laughs> after a hundred episodes, now that we're in the triple digits, I was thinking about maybe. I don't know. I was thinking about maybe switching up our theme song. All right. What do you think? <clears throat> I'm down for it. Well, here's here's one that. that oh, you have selections. Well, this is uh, this is just something that I, that I want the world to hear. I was listening to <laughs> I was listening to a uh, a um, I actually was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast and that dude Action Bronson. You know that cat is? Yeah. Fucking. By the way, I just started listening to his music. That dude is fucking awesome. Yes, and he's an amazing chef. Yeah, I know. Because that, well, that's the way I got turned on to him was through Vice Viceland and his uh, fuck. That's delicious. Mm-hmm. But I always just kind of like dismissed him musically. I was just oh, he's I was, so I was, good. I was like, oh, this dude's probably like an insane clown posse guy or whatever. But his show's good. He smokes mad weed and whatever, and mm-hmm. he's funny and shit. And then I was listening because my job, I fucking driving around and doing this and doing that. And I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I would just be like blowing through shit and i was listening to his that he did a few months ago oh he has a podcast no no he was on joe rogan's podcast uh. and he was just talking about this is what got me into his music because he was talking about like different music that he finds on youtube and he brought up this fucking shit and and i and he, they played it on that podcast for like a couple seconds i stopped listening to the podcast immediately went to youtube started listening to it and didn't stop listening to it and then i was like wow this guy fucking this guy like could find some shit so like wait so it's it's not his music no 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 it's no. music that he likes right oh, all right this is uh so i was thinking maybe i don't know I'm I, I I don't know. I'm just thinking. I'm just throwing it out there that maybe if we wanted to, after a hundred episodes, change up the theme song, that this this should be the one. Are you ready? Yeah, let's hear it. You're gonna love this shit. And and the copyright shit shouldn't matter because this is literally a sample of a sample. <laughs> this is Vietnamese funk from like 1968. Just check it out. Ready? Here we go. 
I feel like it's something that you hear in like a Quentin Tarantino movie. Kind of. I've been singing this at the top of my lungs every morning for the last basically month. Is it English? No, it's uh, yeah. Vietnamese. Is it? Yeah, what, what do you think they're saying? I like it. That's fucking pretty good, right? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. All right. I'm not dissing on the Bear vs. Shark, but uh, yeah, nah, maybe it's time to switch it up. I think I'm down for a switch. Plus, I just like going, Hail Town, the Bada Boy! Boy! I like it. All right. Well, Richard, uh, so what's the deal? Are we doing a podcast? Is A High Five still sticking around, or uh, are we going our separate ways? I say yes. <laughs> Wait, to what? You'll never know. There's two questions. No, seriously. <laughs> I need to fucking know. Because I would love to do another uh, seven bazillion episodes with you. I would love to build the show up and make the community that we've always talked about and everything. But like I said, it's just not going to happen if you're just going to disappear. It's I'm just not, not going to happen. I'm not going to disappear. I'm back. I'm back. And my feet are on the ground. Sort of. <laughs> sort of. Well, anyway, thank you for listening to the well-anticipated 100th episode of the Again, I apologize, podcast. people. I'm sorry about that. I just had to get my shit together. But uh, maybe the 200th episode will throw a big extravaganza. Yeah. But hey, you haven't heard this in a month. Go on iTunes and leave a review. And once we have 100, we're going to throw a party. We're going to actually do that once we have 100 reviews. So go on iTunes, leave a written review. And uh, as long as Richie doesn't have to help his girlfriend move or sink into a depression or get uh, some sort of physical ailment, we'll uh, we'll throw that party. All right. Well, I'm going to say this, and I hope that it's 100% true, but we'll never know. We'll see you in a few short days. We'll be here Friday. Any Kennedy questions, mail them in. Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.